0: of Blockbuster, 5 for 5 for 5, VHS. Award-winning broadcaster, Todd Anstead is proud to bring to you, VRS Video Return
1: Slot. Be kind, rewatch. Hello and welcome to Video Return Slot, Be Kind, Rewatch. I guess you can call this the replay edition, uh, because today we'll be rewinding back to the year 1985. I'm your host, Todd, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Matt. Hello. And Glenn.
2: White. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Tremendous. Tremendous.
1: Uh, so, uh, for those familiar with the show, uh, we go through each year uh, that Blockbuster was open. Uh, Blockbuster opened in the year 1985, which was uh, uh, the year that we started on originally when we launched this podcast. Uh, but that <laughs> that year has been since, uh, oh boy, <laughs> scrubbed from the internet, so... Uh, we're doing a, uh, a remake, which is common for uh, the movie industry. So why not podcast episodes? Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Uh, before we get into uh, the list of movies for 1985, I usually like to go through uh, news of 1985, or the year we're talking about, <laughs> which is 1985. Uh, so... I was actually looking up online uh, and I found the cost of living in 1985 and the cost of a new house was only $89,000, which I just cannot imagine paying that much for a new house today. Like if that was the case, I would have two houses or three houses.
2: No kidding. and,
1: And not none. And, uh, as well. The average rent was three hundred and seventy-five dollars a month, which oh, is just—it's just insane. So I'm and looking at a
2: move. Yeah, I'm just looking at yeah. Because you, this is kind of the first episode that we're gonna we're, uh, you know, trying out this sort of I guess a format sheet idea, which is pretty wicked. I like how you you created this. Thanks, Todd. Uh, but yeah. I guess if you're gonna, I guess compare like yeah, everybody talks about well. Twenty bucks back in the day was worth two hundred now, and like that, you know, the inflation thing. So I'm, I'm, I really like this. Okay, so the whole idea. Let's just do a quick breakdown. Go down the yeah. rabbit hole briefly. So average cost of a house, so I'd say ninety grand for a house, uh, but the average income per year, of uh, just I guess of one person. Say if you have dual income, so twenty two thousand times two, so that's forty four thousand. Whereas nowadays, you got to think it's going to be. I mean, dual income got to be more like a hundred and twenty thousand. So, man, let me bring out the calculator. I'm just kind of curious. I want to see. Yeah. Because if is it actually relative, or did our parents have it a lot easier as far as like buying a house for like ten bucks? Let's see.
1: I don't know. So, uh, I roughly make. uh, Well, I don't want to discuss my salary. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just going on the air. Uh,
2: Yeah. Okay, so. What was that? Hold on a second. So 44,000. Just follow me on this because it's 22,000. Yeah. So times two because there's two people in the family divided by, say, 60,000 times 220,000 on average. So that's 36%. Um, okay. So, but it's actually been, I guess inflation would have been 100 minus 100, would be like 63%. So, having said that, <laughs> you take then take the $90,000 home. At six times sixty-seven, plus ninety thousand. No, so then a house uh, under that relative, uh, like the sixty-seven percent markup scale, would be a house would be a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which would still be completely a lot cheaper than than. I don't know if I did the math right, but it's 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 nowhere near yeah. like the. Does that sound right? Nowhere near four hundred. You'd, the, like, be, you'd, you'd be living 000. on
0: easy street back then compared to now.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess that's the point, right? So even though yeah. the the uh, the income has gone up, the house has like way more than that gone up. Like eight so yeah. ninety thousand divided by like what's a house like four hundred and fifty thousand these days, and that's like a,
1: yeah. I'd think a, a new house would be six hundred thousand. That's just like my guess. It's right. Not,
2: like, right.
0: No, new, well, no. If you look at the neighborhoods around here in the West End, because there's lots of buildings going up, an average cost on a say a garage front attached home is probably starting at three hundred and
2: forty thousand. Three forty.
0: Okay. okay. So, so but, around there, without so any other bells and whistles. So about roughly like four times as
1: much. Right. Compared to 1985
2: about four times as much whereas the salary has gone up maybe like three times so yeah okay I, okay i yeah. just wanted to kind of yeah check yeah. that out now that we have all the numbers in front of us okay cool so
0: if, not- if we had the same salary now in this day and age we'd be all living in our vehicles because that's about all you could afford on you could buy a house back then you could buy a car now
2: yeah right right yeah exactly yeah. 22 wow crazy yeah
0: I also like this stat down here at the bottom,
1: Matt. That it says Rainbow Bright Color Kids costs ten dollars. I don't even know what that is.
2: Like, oh wow, you can buy a like child a child Ram- for ten bucks. No, like
1: the- Rainbow Bright isn't like the doll. Like
2: Rainbow Bright, I th- oh, man, I always yeah. There was a doll for ten bucks each. How about a beanbag the- lounger for forty dollars? <laughs> that that
1: sounds too high.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I love- even for today. And then one gallon of petrol, a dollar nine. I like the uh, also the bacon. They uh, they <laughs> there's a bacon stat in there, dollar sixty five <laughs> per pound. It's tremendous.
1: Oh man, I like that you can highlight it while you're talking about it.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Glenn, you're missing out. You gotta you gotta get down on this. Oh, I don't well, you know. Can you can see what I'm doing it? on there. Right? Did no. you send something to mine? Yeah, I sent I sent you. I invited you through the email. Or the e- the email <laughs> through the email.
2: And oh yeah, e-
0: invitation to edit. Yeah, that's. Oh, pretty Anyways, nice. in docs. Oh, uh, am I supposed to open it? up? forget it. Whatever. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> so Glenn is has not accepted the format sheet of the of the show. Well, not really a format yeah. sheet, but just.
0: So you guys are like interacting on the screen, and I didn't know it.
2: I didn't realize yeah. that Todd could see what I was doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're
1: like making fun of you. We're like typing, we're up, typing it up jokes about you.
2: You couldn't tell that I was like in my underwear when I was moving stuff around there. Could you talk? N- no, I okay. couldn't. Okay, let's check. All right. And it does say here yeah. Amadeus. So uh, because it's on this uh, sheet, Glenn, it must be correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, my so- I, My source is the internet, it's currently online right now yeah
1: so uh for best picture for 1985 i'm at as1 and i still have not seen it since we first launched this podcast which was like
2: three years ago (laughs) i've
1: had had more than enough time yeah
2: just simply have not watched it
1: Uh, yeah uh i think out of africa wins for 1986 so because it's it's this year like so it can't win for the year it comes out obviously yeah uh and I got a few other news items here. Uh, I think this is a new one compared to the original episode. Uh, the Coca-Cola Company on April twenty third releases a new formula dubbed New Coke, but due to overwhelming negative response, they brought back the original formula three months later. Oh wow! Were you guys were you guys around for New Coke?
2: I vaguely remember that. I remember the logo. If I, I'm gonna look it up right now, actually. Um... I, I, you know what? I honestly, I that does completely ring a bell. So I I believe I was. I would have only been like four, but. uh, but, Oh jeez. Yeah, but I think I was one of the people that I was like I was enraged.
1: I remember like seeing a lot of like references to it in pop pop culture, like in like TV shows and movies and stuff. But I don't think I've ever. Well. I don't
2: even know what new Coke tastes like. Exactly. Oh, yeah. No, I totally remember. Yeah, I I totally remember this. Now, I think it's more so like, obviously, when I'm four, I wouldn't remember it like that. But yeah, exactly. Like pop culture references, right?
1: Yeah.
2: The logo is like much more pathetic. Like the the Coca-Cola, like the the font that they use for Coca-Cola is like, I really like it. Um, Whereas like the new Coke font is just like typewriter font, basically.
1: Oh, yeah. This looks like garbage right yeah
2: Ugh. and just call it coke like
1: yeah just that's just a can that says can coke see. on it yeah that just doesn't no yeah.
2: <laughs> no uh in other news uh <laughs> oh, on wait. june 15th oh go well, ahead one thing on the wiki for for new coke this is funny because we're you know always talking about sequels and such in 1992 it was renamed coke 2 so coke had a sequel
1: coke, coke to coke like tea.
2: judgment day yeah yeah the reckoning I think it was called yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i I had no idea that coke had a, a sequel but sorry just oh wow and, it, and it's like that?
1: Roman numerals yes. yeah
2: very strange
1: yeah. oh there's a conspiracy theory is there what about uh, the
2: uh, the roman numerals
1: uh okay hold on oh wicked oh there actually is one
2: I thought you were just making it up
1: okay the company intentionally changed the formula hope and cuss uh, consumers would be upset with the company and demand the original formula in return, which in turn would spike sales.
2: What? That's a weird marketing plan. Yeah. Well, apparently uh, they make reference to it in Stranger Things, oh. which actually takes place in 1985.
0: Wow. Not Whoa. that I'm speaking a lot, but I will be back <laughs> in a second.
2: Oh, okay.
1: All right. All right. It's just Glenn. It, no, it's just Matt and I.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll just... uh, I'll pretend to be Glenn when his pick comes around.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll go through the rest of the news items because I imagine Glenn doesn't have much to say about these. Uh, I had to to bring this up again. On June 15th, uh, Studio Ghibli, which is like a a Japanese uh, anime studio, was founded in Tokyo uh, in 1985. So uh, they're probably like one of the biggest movie studios for anime um they're kind of often referred to as like the disney of japan so
2: oh, okay nice. Uh,
1: yeah if we end up going through these uh years again i will try to stay away from picking a uh, studio ghibli movies so i don't bore your guys this is a uh, you guys to death so uh
2: <laughs> no it's uh, it was interesting so, to to learn about uh it's, I, I don't know i always like, like hearing about uh you know Things that I was no longer, or you know, didn't didn't know about p- uh, previous.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel that Glenn feels that they're not real movies, so I don't <laughs> want to talk about them again.
0: That's
2: funny. Yeah.
1: And uh, the last piece of news here, unfortunately, I can't find anything about skeletons. But uh, Damn it. on October eighteenth, the first Nintendo home console was released in the United States, being the Nintendo Entertainment System. Wicked. Uh, did you have one growing up, or you just had an Atari?
2: I, I had an Atari. No, I. We had a very triumphant Christmas morning, my brother and I. One year, uh, we finally got it. It was after like pretty much. I don't know, I'm exaggerating. Quite a few of the kids on this the block already had, had long since had the yeah. Nintendo. So we got it like I want to say '92, maybe. So, but we got like the yeah, and we didn't have too many games, but. Uh, we got like the one that had like the zapper, so we could do like du- uh, duck hunt. So it was like the Mario oh, Mario One Duck Hunt combo. So uh, yeah. And aside from yeah, that, like that. my brother really liked the Mega Man games, so I think we uh, uh, had Mega Man maybe two and three, and I had like Tecmo World Wrestling. And there's one softball game that I still play to this day. That's amazing. I don't know if you've ever played it. It's, uh, Dusty Diamonds All Star Softball.
1: Oh, I heard. Um, I heard that's actually really good.
2: Oh, it's amazing! It's so good. Um, it's yeah. made in. It's got really a quirky, just everything about it. It's a really quirky game. It has a lot of like um, nuanced stuff in it. Um, it's basically be like each character. Uh, you you pick like a dream team. You got about forty different like kids that have all different attributes. Yeah. And uh, they, you know, some of the and there's like six different. Um, ball diamonds you can play at and they have all they have, there's quirks about each ball diamond you play at and yeah it's uh you can play some people play better at night and you know the, it's like it was actually like pretty involved game considering it's like a simple like you know nintendo game right yeah
1: um yeah that's crazy matt like uh, i uh i I've, ne- I've never played this game before but it's often referred to as like one of the best baseball games for nes and oh, i'm just looking like, at the yeah. Uh, the prices for this game. It's yeah. it's quite uncommon to to get. Like I I don't think I've ever seen it. Uh to get like just the cartridge it's eighty dollars.
2: Yeah that sounds right. Yeah it was it was a tough find. Um I ended up just getting like the uh the NES like emulator on uh, on my PC. So oh, nice. and then just got like the USB controller so I can play it. I actually brought it to um on my my last holiday with my family holiday and my brother and I my brother hadn't played it in probably like 25, 27 years, somewhere in there. I uh, haven't played uh, what? Played uh, oh, Dusty Diamonds All Star Softball. Have you ever? It's for Nintendo.
0: Oh no!
2: No, you haven't I've heard never. of that one. Eh?
0: Not which which Nintendo system was like
2: it? NES, like the first uh, the, one.
0: Oh okay. Yeah. No, I don't remember playing that one. I did have I did have that system though
2: wicked oh it looks
0: so dope oh man it's amazing i I, I want to play this
2: (laughs) if you want if you uh if do you have like the nintendo emulator on your computer
1: uh i do uh yeah i could probably easily figure that out
2: yeah man you should uh you should do yourself a favor it's like it's super addicting like we were playing it for like hours there was like one of the nights that we had was just like kind of a rainy day so we played it for like it was like you know felt like you were like a you know, uh, a young, not, you know, like teenager, but I guess it was before teenager, even like when you're like 10 or 12 and all you do is play video games for like five straight mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. We kept playing it over and over again. It was a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Young teenager. Yeah. I definitely don't do yeah. that today.
2: No. Yeah. yeah right. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 I'm a, I'm an adult. Yeah. Definitely yeah. don't play video games. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. No, this looks amazing. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to have Check this out. It's uh, so yeah, that's it's good. Yeah, so that's pretty much my new sh- spiel for 1985. I guess we went on a bit of a tangent about uh, Dusty Diamonds uh, yeah. All Star Softball,
2: <laughs> which great, uh, yeah, it's very worthwhile to go on a rant about.
1: Yeah, so uh, what happens next is we usually now this has been updated since the last time we went through 1985, but. When you Google movies and then the year that we're talking about, uh, Google brings up a list of uh, movies that uh, came out in that year, mostly the most popular, most notable movies. Uh, And there used to be a little drop-down menu where you could pick the year, so it was really easy for us to flip through years, but that appears to be uh, taken out, so this is going to be a little more uh, difficult to navigate, but... I'm sure we'll make do by just Googling a different year. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Matt, do you have the movies pulled up for 1985?
2: I do indeed. Okay, here we go. So some of the movies of 1985, the big heavy hitters. The Last Dragon, Rocky IV, which is, I believe, the one where he fights Dolph Lundgren. Uh, Day of That's... the Dead, uh, Back to the Future. Pale Rider, starring one Clint Eastwood. Friday the 13th. A new beginning. So that's I guess part five. Uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. American Flyers. Witness, starring uh, Harrison Ford. Brewster's Millions. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street Two. Freddy's something or other. Freddy's Revenge. It's funny that uh, the the you know the rivalry of uh, Jason and Freddy showing up in 1985 on both sequels on uh, each other's fronts. There. Uh, Brazil. Yeah. Transylvania Six. Through 5000. I don't know what the hell that is. Vision Quest, Silverado, uh, Enemy Mine. I remember that. I've seen previews of that movie. A Year of the Dragon, Out of Africa. Uh, Red Sonia, starring uh, Cynthia Rothrock, I believe. The Stuff, a, a great wow. B horror movie that Todd and I have covered, uh, which unfortunately was also deleted, but a good movie oh. there. The Goonies, Code of Silence, starring. Yes. Some, uh, some fanfare for Code of Silence there by Chuck Norris. Uh, The Color Purple, which has a pig on the cover with a goatee. Spies Like Us. Silver Bullet. Quiet Earth. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh, Perfect, starring John Travolta and Jamie Lee Curtis in John Travolta's Boner. Uh, View to Kill, with (laughs) with, uh, 007 riding a shopping cart on the cover there. Um, What else we got? Uh, Yeah, you know, a real genius. It looks like a young Val Kilmer. Uh, Teen Wolf. And after hours, yeah, you know that's oh, Young Sherlock Holmes, Clue. There we go. That's that pretty much gives you a good uh, indicator of yeah. some of the movies of '85.
1: Pretty good spread there. Yeah, uh, yeah I noticed when we uh, Google uh, movies, it I guess sh-
2: shows up in a different order every time you do it. So, I was oh, trying is that to what find, it is? Okay. Yeah, I, I was trying to
1: follow along, and I have a completely different list, but I think they're just.
0: Is that why you didn't order. is that why you didn't see the pig on the color purple
1: yeah the color purple's just not showing up
0: it's not showing up again
1: yeah a view to kill is a view to a kill shopping cart
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah aka shopping cart
1: yeah uh, I guess who wants to go first?
2: You know what? I uh, mine isn't on there. I noticed I, I'm pretty sure both of your guys's was on there. So I'm gonna just come out of left field with mine, um, okay. and I'm gonna come up with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Commando. As you guys know, I'm a huge, uh, huge supporter of this movie. It's probably, if not my, no, I'd say my second most watched movie ever. So the two, uh, the first one being uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, I've watched it like well over I I don't know anywhere from two to four hundred times, somewhere in there. I know that's a vague number, but like at least parts of it, um, numerous times. So Commando probably just behind that in the uh, like deep. 150 170 times i've watched this movie so much uh i love the blend
0: those are large numbers man are you sure you've watched it that many times well well,
2: and what i mean by that is, like i for example with uh if you're in loathing i would just have it like i have this uh v8 vcr uh, tv combination uh, and i always had it in my bedroom uh for probably all of my 20s and some of my 30s and i would literally just put this movie in uh and just let it play in the background so there's like Chunks or components of it, uh, like literally twenty four seven. As soon as it would eject, I would just put it back in. So it was like my background noise uh, oh, for wow. like, for like literally for years at a time. So I don't Jeez. think I'm I'm the only thing I'm like exaggerating. Whether it's like sitting down and be like, you know what, I'm gonna watch Commando today. Uh, probably a, like a lot less than that, like for like the entire movie, but like seeing parts of it or being exposed to parts of it, like yeah, it, it's up there for sure. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Um,
1: That that's definitely something that is like a lost form of uh, ingesting media. I guess. Yeah, it's the equivalent of like turning on the TV, but you don't have any cable, so like your only option is to pop in Commando.
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I just said yeah, Commando, and or like you know when you back in the day, you'd have like a three CD disc changer, and you'd have the three albums, and just play go play all right, and you just you'd, you'd be exposed to it like all the time. So yeah. it's kind of the movie equivalent of that, I suppose. So yeah, uh, I just I love the the blend of humor, um, with the with the action. They're, they'll never make movies like this again. It's very time and place, like mid '80s, obviously. Uh, um, I just yeah, I can't. You know, I we we have done a full show about this one before. Uh, Todd and I again, unfortunately, that one was uh, is. Uh, yeah, deleted for all of time. We might have to circle back to it, but yeah, there's just so much good about this movie. Um, the Glenn, just a quick question: the is there any way that you could get away from the kids in the background?
0: Uh, uh my phone is getting close to low. I was plugging. Oh, it in I see. I can, I can try though.
2: Okay. Just a suggestion. It is coming through fairly clear, and it is a bit distracting.
0: Not wow, surprising. They're
2: long yeah. way away. Oh, are they? Okay. Maybe you have like I'll ghosts go into in the house.
0: This room.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's much quieter now. But yeah, that's that's my pick. Um, I like like I say. Unfortunately, some of this is just because there is a degree of retread. Um, uh, you know, I, I I don't know anything else I can really say about it other than like it's just, <laughs> it's a tremendous uh, mixture of like explosions. Uh, one-liners and just it's short it's maybe 80 85 minutes and uh if you want to watch like a quintessential schwarzenegger movie i would i would almost start with this one over like even terminator or anything it's just like a nice easy watch so i i love it
1: yeah it's like the de facto schwarzenegger movie
2: yeah i I would
1: think without without being tied to like
2: Like a a franchise franchise. yeah, Yeah. that's
1: exactly right i agree i agree with that I, I, I quite enjoyed watching Commando, so Way. for our uh, movie night with, would it have just been Matt and Todd?
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Because I don't think yeah. I don't think Glenn was there.
2: No, and this would have been no. four or five years ago that we would yeah. have done that. Yeah, so yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I guess I can go next. Uh, I, I was planning on picking a a, a separate movie, so I did. I, I was debating picking the stuff just to talk oh, about the man. stuff again.
2: That would have been awesome. Uh, but
1: I, I I can't pick the stuff over Back to the Future.
2: Fu- <laughs> yeah, fair point.
1: Oh, my God. I can't say it. Back to the Future. Back <laughs> to the Future? Yes. Sorry, I'm reading it and I'm like, is that what it's called? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Back Uh, to the future. Oh, I thought you were. I thought there was a mic problem for a second. Back to the future. No. Back to the. No,
1: I was definitely having a a stutter there. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Similar to uh, Matt, I remember watching this movie like quite a bit as a kid. And as Glenn was telling me earlier, apparently I made it sound like it was a very formative movie from my childhood. And I, I, yeah, I think it is. I can't think of a more perfect, like untainted experience because Back to the Future is like one of those movie franchises that feels like it hasn't been like rebooted or uh, uh, made uh, like nothing's muddied the waters of its legacy. Like it hopefully feels like a lot of. Won't. What's that? I said hopefully they won't. Yeah. I've heard like rumors that they wanted to make a Back to the Future four
0: or some sort of reboot, but uh, let's hope that that doesn't come to pass. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be negative though. Like some some movies that they or franchises they try to revive do work out. So uh, yeah, it might work. I don't know. Would they have Michael J. Fox in it again? I I don't think
1: so. I don't think Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox can do it again, so they would have to do some sort of
0: completely different... Even as a cameo role? I mean, obviously he would not be able to be the star in the condition he's in. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's... uh, I think what I really
1: like about this movie is it feels like no line in the movie is pointless. Like, it's all, like, connected. Like, little things in the past inform what happens in the future like uh i think i brought up before in the beginning of the movie where he like goes back in time for the first time uh, uh he like knocks over a uh, a pine tree uh and it like originally in the future the mall that they were like uh originally at in the beginning was called the twin pine ball. But after he, when he goes back to the future at the end of the movie, it's called the lone pine mall because he knocked down the, the tree in the past. Just like little things like that, like little nuances in the movie. Like, I think I keep finding new things that, uh, you know, that they like hid throughout the movie that are all, uh, that all have a point to it. So, I guess that's why it's like my favorite movie from 1985. Nice. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, tr- I'm trying to talk a little quieter because it is like 1030 here. So, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't have much else to say. It's a little hard to, I guess, retread. Okay. Re-explain. Why is back to the future, your favorite movie from 1985? Well, it just is.
2: <laughs> yeah. It just is.
0: Well, I think you, I think you've brought up most of the points that you did originally, yeah. though. Yeah. Uh, so Glenn, what was what was your favorite movie in 1985? Uh, I'm going back to the one I picked, but I I I did recently watch Goonies, and I almost kind of waffled and went with that, but uh, I, I actually my pick is Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, and again I I, I really love this franchise. It's it's been done by the same writer-directors that started with the original Mad Max film. And the recent, well, I don't know whether it was recently, it was a couple of years ago anyways, that uh, Mad Max Fury Road, which has a a different actor other than the original actor, Mel Gibson, that has Tom Hardy in it, came out and they just here in uh, February have okayed that They're coming out with the fifth film now called uh, Mad Max, The Wasteland. Oh, nice. And both Fury Road and The Wasteland take place after The Road Warrior, but before Thunderdome. So this Thunderdome movie that is my favorite of 1985 is basically the end of Mad Max, I guess, uh, in the director writers' minds and he's at the end of his road he finds uh an outpost it's like this uh i don't know what you would call it it's kind of like a rebel city or whatever that's ruled by this manipulative woman that's played by tina turner and it's called thunderdome and or in order to get anything that you want in the city uh a lot of times you have to challenge another person to a battle inside this, this arena that looks like a UFC octagon called the Thunderdome. And Mel Gibson's character ends up being, uh, uh, what's the word banished, I guess, or whatever from, from Thunderdome. And he finds these children in the desert. And anyways, it's a, it's about a redemption of his character and stuff. So I, I just, I chose that, movie and I decided to stick with it as much as I like Goonies and a couple key actors in that movie that have gone on to make some great films. I'm going to stick with uh, the original pick with Mad Max. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Something uh, I guess that gives me hope
1: if they ever do uh, decide to uh, revisit Back to the Future is they, I think Mad Max Fury Road uh, didn't it only elevated the franchises, or franchise, sorry. Like, it only made Mad Max better. Like, I think that's one of the few examples of
0: a movie series being rebooted. Where it was accepted by, yeah, the audience instead yeah. of being you know someone saying like oh you're killing the franchise with the terminator franchise or the yeah. predator franchise yeah. or star wars or whatever right
2: no that yeah. yeah that one got very high high acclaim i think like the the reboot uh version
0: it, and yeah, it I, may it may be because it's by the same guys like they've done all the movies i guess so yeah but i, I think mean, like, that's what it is
2: well, yeah, but and, like Terminator had had like some James Cameron like resurfacing, and it's still shitty kind of stuff, didn't it? You mean the, you mean the latest one, Dark Yeah,
0: I've i seen it, but I think I think they've done so many uh, different storylines branching out from. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The original that people have just, I, I think that they've just got kind of jaded and don't care anymore. Uh, and it really went away from the whole John Connor, um, plot line. So I think a lot of people were pissed off about that. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And maybe I think
1: what works with Mad Max Fury Road is it, it's so simple in plot that it's like hard to,
0: uh, ruin the series if that makes sense like i don't know if yeah it's it's pretty simplistic i mean it's about survival and it's basically a chase movie in every movie for the most part yeah and i guess in particular
1: it it didn't need to be a mad max movie like it could have just been
2: called fury road (laughs) or something like that or yeah
1: or furiosa uh and that would have been just as good as a movie but i guess Calling it Mad Max doesn't make
0: it any better or worse. So, yeah, yeah, no, I I would say that's accurate. I mean, and obviously, they used a different actor as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, they they definitely could have taken that Mad Max branding off of it. But I mean, it, it's pretty distinct as a road warrior film, right? With the type of action and the cars and everything that are blowing up and smashing into one another or not. and that, yeah. and it's got that post-apocalyptic type feel to it, so...
1: Yeah, so unsurprisingly though, um, I think I said on the last episode that or the first time we recorded this and you brought this up, that I should really watch the original Mad Max trilogy, because I still have only seen Fury Road, and I still have
0: not watched any of the other <laughs> Mad Max movies. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, you finish your thought. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the, if there was the, any more, if there was anything else to finish there. Uh,
1: that that was it. Like, should I, um, <laughs> should I start with the original Mad Max or do you think I should just do Beyond Thunderdome or
0: like, would... I, I, I would do them all. I would do them all yeah. because it, it's a natural progression of the character. Okay. Uh, and and you could go if you want to watch Fury Road again because Fury Road takes place before uh, Thunderdome. You could watch in that order. Right. I didn't know that there was an actual timeline. I thought it was
1: uh, the impression I got was that it like Mad Max was or Max <laughs> was just a like are the rest of the movies kind of like him just like walking onto the set of another movie like that's the. The feeling I get with Fury Road that he just like happens to just get whisked into uh, other other people's pro- other people's problems. problems. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, for the most part, yeah. Uh, the first one, he's a cop, and oh. it's it's a bit different. But once that whole world gets taken away, uh, basically, uh, something happens, and then in the Road Warrior, there's. There's so much chaos going on that the world is kind of not ended, but there's nothing but a survival mode for people. Then at that point, <laughs> excuse <laughs> me. I, then, <laughs> then at that point, at that point, yeah, it's basically him walking on the set <laughs> of another movie where he's he's uh, helping people with their problems. Yeah, yeah, just a drifter.
1: Yeah, he's he's the littlest hobo of action
2: stars. So if he, I wonder if he would like think about if he could drift onto like another movie set. Like if he drifted onto like the movie, the stuff, for example.
0: Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, how about how about John Wick four?
2: Yeah. Right. Right. Go back to John Wick (laughs) four. Or the
0: or the Matrix four or whatever we're talking about.
2: Or like like John
1: Wick four and the Matrix four was actually just. Mad Max
2: 5. Mad Max 5. Or no, it turns out that he just walked onto the uh, set of the porno movie of the guy that traded a paperclip for a (laughs) house. I wonder what would happen then. (laughs) Oh, that'd be great. Yeah.